Zach Zakatinsky said that, how do you know you guys really learning? Like for real, that's not just for like Gaiva or Kavod. Is he becoming a better husband, a better father? Like, is wow. it changing you? Like he was an amazing dad, an amazing like husband. I never saw, I saw my parents fight once when I was a little kid. My dad was telling my mom, like you work hard during the week, like sleep in. And my mom was like, I could go to shul or whatever. I don't, I don't remember exactly. <laughs> she was a Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. We all know that. Yeah. Right, but so like, I was like a little kid and like, I never saw my parents like raise their voice. So in my head, I'm like, they're getting divorced. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> I ran upstairs, like got a book. I was like, just like hiding in my room, like trying to like ignore it. Should we sing like the intro theme song? Oh, we don't have extra theme song yet. Welcome to the Yazi Hashem. Something like that, I don't know. <laughs> well, welcome. So one thing I like about this this Grateful Warriors podcast is that we don't have to get these people, uh, you know, who have runs organizations or who have uh, a million people on their Twitter account. You know, that's when I asked you to come on. You're like, what are we talking about? My beard? Uh, By the way, I haven't seen it pretty My hot. beard is amazing. Yeah. My beard is stunning. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. It happens to be pretty hot. Yeah, yeah, that's rocking. Yeah, it's rocking. So. People think I'm Chabad all the time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then also, like, I walk around with a Tanya sometimes, so that, like, throws them off. I always feel bad for like the Lubavitch dudes who can't grow the beard. You ever thought about that? Like they have this like kind of straggled. <laughs> it's just like it's so sad. It's like you can borrow some of mine. I don't need it. Yeah, it's pretty it's like almost like Velcro, you know? Yeah. Right. Everybody's got challenges. Right. Happens to be some are more pronounced, some are less pronounced. Your dad passed away shortly after my mother. So I remember even for myself, you know, like during, now Baruch Hashem, I'm a little more at the point of acceptance and, and just keep on rolling with the punches. But at that point, it's a little more intriguing. For you, is just the attitude of positivity and whatever Hashem does is best. That personally was very nice. God, you know, takes yeah. what he takes, and my dad's in a better place. So my dad, Lower East Side guy, you know, yeah. uh, the most normal guy, the most normal, normal. Down- I remember I used to watch, listen to the Met game. With yeah, oh, like Met fan. Like if you would think like an American ball bus, just on the outside, right? Yeah, it was funny. He had a good sense of humor. He was like a tall guy, good-looking guy. According to my mom, but according, he's just like he's a great guy. Tons of friends. Just uh, he could have been just like I guess one of the chavav. That was like all he focused on, just like work and that type of stuff. But uh, we we always like to joke that it was Rabbi Brown and my mom that sort of tag teamed him and just like made him just like. Uh, Massive Tamachachim. Massive what he eventually became. But obviously, you know, he put in a lot of work on it by himself. And like the biggest chizik you could get from my dad is he was such a normal guy, but he worked on himself. Every year, it took a little bit more, a little bit more, a little remember, bit more. I remember, uh, you know, he did the Dershut. So he started off, he did um, Rabbi Brown. This is actually something he said in one of his speeches. He was also a tremendous speaker. Like he was, uh, he was a real amazing person. Um, Rabbi Brown, he said, like, uh, you think the big moments in your life, it's like, it's not like a Hollywood movie, right? That there's a soundtrack and then, like, the crescendo hits and then, like, oh, something amazing happens. Like, him was Rabbi Brown, this was, like, walking out of school one day and tell my dad, like, I think you should give the daf in the summer. It'll be good for you. And that was, like, such a game changer in his life because he was always able to learn well, but now he had to... Like, give he, had to, to he had to give it over and Rabbit Brown's off is like no joke like yeah. everyone there could give it off you have to like really like Brown, I'm, I'm, I'm upset there's some of them it's like literally he's like quoting every Rishon and Akron Rabbit yeah, Brown like, is the hidden secret of Farakway it's shocking no one else knows about it you go to like anywhere else like Rabbit Brown no he's the god in America yeah, he's know. literally a walking sacred Torah it's fascinating like <laughs> I have a great story with him so in um, 
we were in first year basement, me and Chaim Sif, your cousin, cousin yeah. we were learning second Seder. We were sitting right here. Rabbi Brown was probably sitting where the couch is, like literally five feet away. And the 12th graders, as a prank, they lit off like a firework. Huge explosion. It would sound like a gunshot. So literally the entire basement, everyone looks up. So my view, I look up and I see like Rabbi Brown in the corner of my eye. He does not even look up from his Are yeah, you ask I'm not shocked. Ask him, he, you, the only way to get him to look up from his Gemara, you have to get your shadow over the line that he's on. Then he'll look up like, oh, someone's blocking my view. He's, he's whatever, next level. Um, next, yeah. yeah, so he asked my dad to give the daf. And my dad started for the summer. He started preparing the daf when the red brand goes upstate. So my dad was giving the daf for the guys. Um, and he had to actually work on preparing the daf. And then also... This is something, uh, again, this is something Robert Brown said. It's just that he wasn't the same person every year at the Leviathan, right? He said, yeah. first, we lost the crown jewel of our community, which, like, not to brag. He totally yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, definitely. I could brag a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he, um, so he started right to the daf by Robert Brown. And then it was the Deershu test. When Deershu started coming out, they give a, um, a bachina on every 30 block. And uh, I think you have to get, like, over an 80 or something. I'm not exactly sure to get, like, uh, to get paid. And my dad, I don't think he ever got less than a 97 or a 98. You know, he was a real brain and he also really, really learned well. And he always, he took all the money he got and gave it to... Your uncle, right? Yeah, yeah. He was also a holy man. Right. Was, uh, yeah, he gave it every year. Not every year. Every test he gave it to him. Um, but that way he he became a real shashia. Just like he right. knew. Like uh, there was a uh, first 60s birthday party. We all got together by Pacey and Haverstraw. Yeah. And uh, some guy, he sees like a clean shaven doctor. Like he came up to him. And he says, you know, it says somewhere that, uh, like, once you hit 60, it's a big uh, milestone. There's no more curries. My dad, like, gave him a little wink. He's like, yeah, it's a toso son. He's like, <laughs> the exact area. Like, where it is. The guy's, like, blown away. Um, yeah, but, but besides that, he also, he was, a, obviously, he's an eye doctor. But he also, he, he yeah. didn't start, he didn't start till the practice till, like, uh, what, 12 o'clock every day. So, right? yeah, yeah. So, once his practice got big enough, and this was I, when he was 40, he turned 40 years old. And he told my mom, like, I got to get ready for the bechina upstairs. So he um, he would wake up, go do the daf, come back, and then like the cat breakfast with my mom. Then he'd go to Shifrakway till like 12 o'clock. And then he would come work 12 to 6. And then he would go either learn the rest of the day, like learn some deer shoe and stuff. And I just... It was also was like a very like slow progression. Like it used to be like at the end of the day, it'd like be the Mets game. And then that became less and less. But like at the end, his last year, like his last... Originally, when he got sick, right, we didn't even think it was COVID. It was just my mom thought he was just learning too much. Because for him, also, like, COVID obviously was a horrible thing, but it was the best thing. Like, no one was coming in. There was no patient, so he could just, like, learn all day. So he was just, like, he was learning para and she was just, like, he was everything. And, like, he started, you know, the Reiser program. Yeah. So, like, the, we did brachas, and then he's, like, he's asking me about the test. Like, I didn't really take them. I, just, I, le- I went through brachas, but then, like, uh, so Shabbos started. He's, like, brach, have the test. I'm, like, they're pretty good. Like, so he took the first uh, Shabbos one also. He started the rice to Shabbos with the daf and the dirshu. And then he took the first test. He was like, it's a great test. You should take them. Like, um, but he was just, he kept adding and adding and adding. And there was no ego. There was no, right. with all that like godless, it was so unassuming. It was just so, right. such a normal, amazing guy. What's the message you try to impart like to other people that like, when people ask you about this stuff, you know, lose such a special person? It's a couple of things. So. First, obviously, right, it's, uh, it's straight out halacha, right? Everything that, everything Kaddish Baruch Hu does, it's for the best. Story of Rabbi Kiva, it's quoting. Um, 
like even if it's something we don't see like it's a puzzle piece that it doesn't make sense right he was like he was planning on doing more stuff with his life. Right. he was planning on taking the Dershu test on Shas you know wow. just like do the entire thing he would have done it um, and obviously like we just miss him just because uh, he was an amazing father not just like this is something uh, Rabbi Zakatinsky said that um, like how do you know you guys really learning like for real that's not just for like Gaiva or Kavod is he becoming a better husband a better father like is wow. it changing you like he was an amazing dad, an amazing like husband. I never saw, I saw my parents fight once when I was a little kid. It was, uh, my dad was telling my mom, like you work hard during the week, like sleep in. And my mom was like, I could go to shul or whatever. I don't, I don't remember exactly. <laughs> she, I was, said, she was a Siddiq. Yeah, she was yeah, yeah. a so yeah, we yeah. all know that. Yeah. Right, but so like, I was like a little kid and like, I never saw my parents like raise their voice. So in my head, I'm like, they're getting divorced. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> I ran upstairs like out of book. I was like, just like hiding in my room, like trying to like ignore it. He was such a presence, this every, the Chagim, like he always came alive during like uh, Sukkot time. He would, uh, he loved his Sukkah. He would always be in the Sukkah, just learning. And at the same time, also like here's a great story with him. Like uh, he was such a normal guy. Like my sister was sitting down in the living room with some friends, and our Sukkah's on the back porch. Um, and to get to it, you have to go through like the den area where my sister and our friends are sitting. And if you're a father and you have a daughter, you have to just embarrass her. That's probably like, that's in a rule book somewhere. <laughs> so um, my dad was going outside to sleep. So he took his uh, blanket and he like wrapped it around like a superhero. And he's like, suck a man. And he just like ran right through that. My sister's like, dad, oh my God. Uh, that's like, you know, but all, all the, he was just such a, he was such like a real person. Like Pesach time also, like especially as the grandkids started getting older, he got so into it. He would like dress up as Paro and like, Right. sneak in and come into the front door like i'm paro's great great grandson and like the you know it's just all of it he was such a he was such a real person rosh hashanah is also not the same like because not only could he learn he could give it over very very well right very very well. people had always said like he should give it that first and then rabbi bouncer come and just like blow everyone away right because right? he'll be like here guys here's the basics and then rabbi bouncer will be like and also there's a ritva in like pesachim that has nothing to do with here but let's tie it in so it's like rosh hashanah always uh you know this four sudas and you learn a parakasuda there's four parakam rosh hashanah like my entire family could tell you like the mountains that they lit the fires on to say when rosh hashanah is like grafinia you know like right. just because so like we all miss him just from all that stuff um but even so it's called that is for sure and that's like it's okay also to be sad sometimes it's okay sometimes that it, it, it hits you just like uh, he's you know he's not here right now and i want right. to talk to him or, or i miss right. him and that's that's a very normal human experience you know we're human beings that's how Kaddish Baruch Hu made us but uh, i guess i come to it from another perspective that growing up I, I had an amazing childhood amazing amazing childhood especially like as you get older you you know you don't realize like other people didn't have such a great childhood right. like the bad you know bad marriages parents whatever the case right. is so like you start from a gratitude perspective like i had 31 years with an amazing father like in my head every family was parents love each other their siblings all get along right. the father happens to be a tamakacham and just like that was normal and it's amazing it's so much more to be grateful for that like okay so hashem took him but i wanted him to be here okay but like he gave me so much i don't i didn't deserve any of that that's just 31 years that so if you come from it if you're saying if you come from it from a, a, a perspective of i don't deserve anything then look how much i got you have to be grateful for hashem that he, he i i'm just personally grateful that I, I had a father like that right it's a role model it's uh it's an inspiration but it's just 
it was a very warm, besides all the Torah and all the things, which is amazing. This is an amazing, warm, like, family to grow up in. Like, all our siblings get along. We all joke around with each other. There's, like, we were at a, I was with my wife somewhere with a bunch of people, and they were discussing, like, like, everyone there, like, came from a troubled home, like a lot of people. And... And they're like, I don't think anyone has like a good childhood. And I'm like, I had a perfect childhood. <laughs> and she was like annoyed. She's like, oh, you're one of those families like everyone gets along. And they're like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's the definition of a grateful warrior. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's these th- these small little things that you could think that, oh, I'm not an inspiration. I'm just a regular guy. And meanwhile, if let's say you, you say, you know, I'm not going to be grateful and I'll be bitter that that, that my you know parent uh, died or something. Right. What, what gain do you get? Do you see any gain in that? Well, obviously, this, that's the Sahara's gain. That's what right, he, right, something like, there's a piece of Ronaf and I saw it, I don't remember exactly which one, that like he does, the Yitzhara doesn't care so much about the Avera. It's the sadness that comes oh, with yeah, it afterwards. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, the sadness is what gets, because once you're sad, then you're just going to do another Avera and you don't really care. And it's just like, it's going to build. Fall into a rut. Yeah, you're going to fall into a rut. But at the same time, listen, there's a Gemara. If not for Akadish Baruch who coming to help you, the Yitzhara is going to win you every time. Right, you're, so str- you're, right, right, yeah, you're stronger than us. And it's, it's very, uh, again, also people have different, you know, some people are more emotional, some people are less. My dad used to make a joke. He's like, we're shores. We don't show emotions. <laughs> so the mayor's side, let them cry. We just like, I mean, he was a very sweet man and he really cared about everyone. But like, do you, what do you say of Nachman is, is, is the driving force of, of this attitude that you have? Or it, it, I guess a little background. Um, it's definitely a huge part of it. Because like for me, I, I had like, definitely periods of my life but even you could grow up in the best situation yeah. but you could get you know turned right. off or just not into it. it's america at the end of the day like an american in touch and pay days the kids nowadays have no idea because at least i grew up before the internet like the kids now i have no idea how they even like sit in class but from i guess just me personally like i, I had like a real area of my life where like i didn't learn i didn't dive in i didn't like right. i didn't do anything like, i was just wasting my time and like slowly slowly like Hashem, he always like He's always willing to guide you back and I'll send you like the little things you need to do. So for me, like I was like years and years and years just in right. a complete rut. I remember I was like, I just offered a job like to go work in like cash advance somewhere in the city and I was not interested in doing it. But I was like, whatever, I'll like, I'll go. I knew the guy who was like offering it. So I decided um, I'll go out, try it out for a couple of days. And like for some reason in my head, I was like, go pick up a Masood Yasharim. And mind you, I probably haven't opened a safer in years at that time right like years like i haven't learned a word on the train i started reading it it's like the english version just going through it right. and uh and that started helping that started that's like but it didn't like make it hold it was like okay i know like i have to get better and like precious so and like work on myself in the different levels and it's an amazing safer but like it, it still didn't like take the real hold but what really really i guess for me helped make a relationship with hashem more real you just got more all of it real um youtube and uh, Rev really? Laser Brody. So he's oh, yeah. Rev Shalom Arush's like uh, Talmud who, yeah, he writes on the, he writes all the English for him. And um, he just has, he's a huge smile on his face. This guy right. on YouTube, like I'm watching random YouTube videos and this guy is just like, uh, Hashem loves you. He's like, Chazal would not be able to institute a bracha. Unless it was 100% true. You can't use Hashem's name otherwise. Right. It's like, things like that and then he starts he, through that they're pushing like make the relationship real do his for this do his but they, they it's, it's such a big about nowadays especially um and just like it doesn't even have to be like in the beginning like a deep conversation it's just like 
especially if you haven't like <laughs> learned or dominant done anything in years, it'd be like awkward. But his foot is it's a game changer. Really? I tell I tell everyone it's so such a, do you just go in the middle of the forest or you can well, be go in your, your room, go your in your room. bedroom, go lie down in your bed. Just close the door, put the phone away. Just phone's a massive distraction. Phone is the massive, but you put the phone away. Put the phone away, close your eyes, and then just have a conversation. And literally wherever your mind takes you. That he has a lot of sperm also about like what you should try to speak about. He always goes like uh 20 minutes first start. He says an hour a day. I don't do an hour a day. I really should do an hour a day. This is what Rav Nachman recommends, but um, Rav Rush breaks it down into like 20 minutes of first 20 minutes of just gratitude. Basic things. He's a thank you. I could, uh, I could see, I could hear, I could feel, I could uh, thank you for my family. And just like basic, basic, basic things. And then from there, like 20 minutes of Cheshbon and Nefesh, like, I didn't do this right today, I didn't do that. But you're coming from, like, an Ava sense. Not that I'm the worst person in the world, no, no Jew has ever existed as bad as me. You're coming from, like, uh, I need to do better, I need to do better, I need to do better. I keep struggling with this thing. Help me, help me, help me. And you're really, like, having a conversation. And then 20 minutes of just, like, asking for requests in, like, in a respectful way. That's what they recommend. But, again, it's what this, the beauty of it, it's such a personal thing. We all go through our own things in life, right? You, you have your struggles, I have my struggles. There's not a Jew alive who doesn't have you know a peckle or something you're dealing with either a mental health issue an emotional you know a physical issue a, a family situation whatever the you know a daughter in Shadokim is not getting married it's like we all have stuff and the same concept of that whatever Hashem sends it's for the best even though it's painful and even though we don't understand it it still is for the best so we have to try to just talk to him I don't understand this it hurts help me Use this paint to still connect. But yeah, Shem's not answering you. Of course, he's not. Just the talking itself lends you the. Listen, he could always also listen. He might not talk to you directly. He could send, he could help uh, send uh, things along the way, but it's more. This is something uh, I think I heard from Rabbi Rush or Rabbi Brody. Um, like if you're not talking to him, you really don't have an amuna. If you're a Jew, and we're all believing Jews, right? There's a Kaddish Baruch Hu. He right. created the world. He exists. He constantly creates the world. He's everywhere right the children's song up up down down and all around but and this is also something from uh Zach Tansky, I heard. if hashem would stop thinking about this table wouldn't that be that this table would just like fall apart in the legs it of would cease to exist. it wouldn't be here there wouldn't be a table every single thing every cell every fiber of the universe is infused with alakas it's just infused with godliness so the concept of like i need him to answer me right away like I'm asking for something you didn't give it to me. Like I had lots of conversations. Please, Hashem, heal my father, right? And um, he didn't do it. Is it that, how dare you? Like, it's not a convenience story, right? I trust. He knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what's supposed to happen. This was supposed to happen to our family. It's very devastating. We're still sad sometimes. But at the end of the day, he that's what he needed to do. And you have to have conversations with him and just say, you know, thank you. I don't understand it. It's painful. But also... That also goes back to the gratitude thing. You want to be not just focusing on, oh, no, you, look what you took from me. Right. While you're having that conversation, look what you gave me. And like really try to contemplate it. Like your mom also. Like your mom was an incredible woman. Right. So you could look at it two ways. That, that I'm lucky I had her or I'm lucky that... And you were very lucky to have her. She was right. a Sadegas, the biggest smile on her face always. There was right. nothing wrong with anyone. There's no no sense of gaiva or jealousy. For me, it, it, it's not that he has to answer me or he's not talking back to me. Of course, he's not going to talk back to me. That's not the way the world is right now. Otherwise, it would be no Bechira, you know, but it, it starts to make everything else in your life more real. Not just the conversation itself, but now you're davening and you're in shul and you're like in Shmon Esrei and what used to be just like saying the words, like mumbling it, doing two minutes Shmon Esrei, now you're like 
you're pausing, you're thinking, when you're saying no to me, you're literally just like, thank you for all you gave me. And it, it changes your davening, it changes your learning, it makes you want to learn, it makes you want to daven, it makes you want to just get up and go. It, so it's not really so much that he has to answer you, it's more just, he, it's the relationship. All of Judaism, it's about the relationship. It's not about how much blah I could learn, because look at what a tamachacham is. It's Hashem, I love you so much. I want to know what you're thinking about. Really? Right? You're thinking, this is, again, I heard this from uh, Zach Densky. This isn't my words. Um, but it, it's like, we're learning, uh, you're learning Pesachim, you're learning about uh, Bir Chametz and all that stuff. Right. There's a part of the Neshama that connects to Bir Chametz and there's a part of Hashem's godless and his... But it's funny, it's not only the Chassidish that I think I've heard it from Uri Zohar. Like, yeah. Find find two minutes. You can't find two minutes in a day to talk to Hashem. I'm talking yeah. to myself now, yeah. obviously. You know, like you know, it's, it's, right. it doesn't have to be an hour to, right. to start. By the way, also an hour at a time for from nothing is really really hard. But five minutes, two minutes, anyone could do two minutes. Put the phone away and just right. start thinking about basics. Like uh, I'm so glad that I could see. Uh, that's and really just contemplate what does that mean? Because you realize, like this, like sing, just sing something that we all take for granted. You would not trade your ability to see for every single dollar in the world. If someone came up to you and said you'd be blind, and don't do the cute thing that yeah, but I get a surgery to get my eyesight back. Yeah, but I'm saying like the like if someone like would offer you every single dollar in the world, I don't know, take away your vision. No, there's not a person alive to be like yeah, take away my vision. Right, of course. So what does that mean? You have a gift already that you could that you wouldn't trade for all the mileage. You're a billionaire. You're a trillionaire. You're you're, you're worth a. Uh, you have everything and. If only, we, if only we think about it, you know? You have so, to, that's, what, that's really what I suppose this is. It's slowing down because the world is so, it's so fast-paced. It's so crazy. It's nuts. It's like you have the internet and you have um, just WhatsApp work and, and thing, WhatsApp, and just all the stuff. So, so it says this, but this is the one that, that's really what, like a turning point in life, basically, kind of. That really helped. For me, it's, it's huge. It's just, you connect in a real way and it's not like, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm the biggest Tamil I still have a lot of things. Uh, right. I just still have, you know, still have HR, I still have a lot of things I have to work on. Right. But there's a place to like, Hashem, I'm having trouble with this. Please help me. And But not also not coming from like, a, you have to help me right now. Coming from a, like, I love you. I want to get closer to you. This is impeding it. So I have an interesting question for you. Yes. If, if let's say you think, what do you think that you'd be the same way to deal with let's say losing your dad if if you didn't do this despite it i wouldn't even be married to my wife <laughs> to tell you the truth no, i joke around all the time i'm like if you would have met me five years ago like halfway through the first date you would have left like crying <laughs> she's like very sweet and she right. like the first date she was like talking and, about, and they're actually doing a, a song with thank you Ashley. that's because right. of uh do we get background on that uh you were at a meal we were all together uh at my mom's yeah. house and my wife's a singer and you're like, how come you're not getting your wife onto the Think Hashem but coming out? This is, by the way, this is like cross promotion right here. Yeah, like, uh, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, so you mentioned that they're doing a woman's album, and my wife's a singer, so you're like, get her involved. And I'm like, I, I don't know anything ever. Like, I, I know, I'm the last person to know the hawk, like, I'm just not involved. They're just a sure thing. Yeah, yeah, my whole family was just like, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a little oblivious. It's like, walking. No, but it's a good, that's something also we all got from my dad. Like, he was a very, he didn't care about, like, fancy clothes the new right. car or even like the business was just like okay support the family good it doesn't need to get someone came with an offer like we'll build more 
like you'll be the main doctor there'll be more offices you'll be like running he's like that's gonna take away from learning like no <laughs> he's like i'm fine so they were doing a woman's album that you let us know about and now my wife's gonna be doing a song for them which is pretty cool woman's <laughs> album if you're a man don't listen to it <laughs> or try not to listen to it <laughs> that was by the way when i was dating my wife that was the thing because like she didn't want anyone to listen to right. her music and I had no idea, like, she was a singer. No, none of her date, dates, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if a guy would say, like, oh, I listened to your song, that'd be for her. Like, that's, uh, a, th that's a test. So, I, I didn't know, like, until I was going on the date, the first date, and my sister's like, who's this girl? I'm like, she's a singer, Shane Delan. My sister, like, freaked out. I'm like, okay. She's like, oh, my God, I tell her so much. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know her? She's like, she's a singer. She's on my eye thing. It's funny, because also the whole time we're dating, everyone's like, gee, it sounds amazing. It's sick. I'm like, okay, like, you know, like, good, but not so good. And then like uh, we got married, and then like I was just like played her song. I was like, "Oh, woman, you mean professional girl? What is up? I is legit." You know, the first like note like she sang some song she wrote, and she was just like, "I, I can't help but her." It's just like you know a trill, I guess. I'm like, ah, it was it was really pretty. I was like, I stopped. You it. stick to you stick to KMH and stuff, not singing and stuff. No, 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 I sing all the time in KMH loudly. Just probably not good for my like. Uh, the guys on my sh on my bench, like you have to put up it. It's a lot. You get lost in the dominating there, man. You gotta like participate. But it's uh, I always say I'm, I was playing the long game. Like I'm a lady, and our kids would have no shot at singing duty. Like right. there's all they're like you're tall, you're doing guard duty, and and we're like we're very much the type to fall asleep at night, and then the kahanam light you on fire. Then it's a horror show. So like I was thinking about my kids. I'm like they're gonna have a shot, you know. Like I'll be standing on guard duty. I'll be like, that's my boy. He'll just go, <laughs> like the kind of will be like Carbonus. He'll be like rocking front row, you know. Yum yum, we shine the shine. It's like we'll have a whole dance. I'm assuming. I'm not sure if that's what it's gonna be. Is there a lesson that you learned that you want to impart to your children or or to the world? Well, to my kid, I mean, right now the lesson we want her to learn is to go to sleep through the night. That's like <laughs> that's sort of the goal right now. And my wife would be more into that than me. Like, I still sleep through the night, like, yeah, <laughs> the truth. Um, but the one thing, like, I'd want to tell her, I guess, I, I want her to grow up just, just be a, like a, ha a happy, believing Jew that everything God does is for the best. Talk to him all the time, really, really, like, make the relationship. Obviously, davening is important and learning is important. And um, she's a girl, so I'll probably be Taylor Manavi. But just like, you could just like read it and like learn about it like as a historical perspective like king david wrote these psalms and this is something you right. could learn or it's like there's a piece of your neshama in that thing but that only comes like learning only comes alive and davening only comes alive or just life in general only comes alive if you realize everything you do is big and everything you do it's you're you're connected and that only really comes if you're working on the relationship hashem's always there for you right. for the way he's always trying to give but a Jew in tough Shentei days to acknowledge it and stop and be like, oh, I want to work on this relationship, not for anything else, not to become the biggest rabbi, not to become Tamcha, uh, nothing, just because I love you, I care about you, I, I want to, I just want to connect to you in a real, real way. But sometimes people feel maybe like, uh, like you know, they're not getting recognized, like, let's say for a job, you know, like, yeah. they, they keep on climbing ranks, but like, in a person's regular life, how do you, how do you climb the ranks, Rabbi Hashem? Well, it's not like so much an external uh, recognition. It doesn't have to be like other people are reckon are seeing me like, oh wow, look at that guy. His uh, his davening is so amazing, or right. like his learning is so like. It's it's that's a yeah, it's a horror trick, by the way. That was funny because like I never had that before ever in my life, 
and then he, he, he always gets craftier and he's right. always going to hit you with something new. So like I was, it was in KMH, so I was having like a real davening and then it's like, the thought pops out like, everyone's probably looking at you, your davening's still amazing. I was like, come on, dude. Like, and you know it's the entire, you could talk to me like, dude, stop that. Like, right. uh, I'm trying, but at the same time, it's like, you're always going to have the battles, but it's the relationship. You have to get to the relationship. The you can't have the relationship and everything else, the little things fall away. Like you stop, stop caring about like, all the little things, the sports and the, and again, maybe for me, it's a little bit easier. It's just personality way wise and the way we're raised. Like we were never the guys like into the fanciest clothes or the right. car that we're just like, we don't care. We're wearing Crocs. Like right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say, that's how we roll. And just like the more real you make the relationship yeah. and it doesn't mean you're not going to have struggles. It doesn't mean you're not still going to get challenged by the Itzahara. It doesn't mean that um, you're like, you're, you thought, oh, wow, look how well I'm doing. And then, hey, I just fell right back to ground zero again. It's going to happen. That's just, you know, that's just life. Um, but the more you're really looking that I'm looking at you, God, I love you, I care about you, and zehu. Like that, I want this relationship to be real, not for anyone else, just for us. And then then everything else falls away. You don't care so much like, oh, is everyone looking at me? Is like, is am I going to be on the next yeshiva dinner? Like, who cares? Like, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and just you'll be much happier. But at the end of the day, you're going to be a lot happier than without looking over your shoulder. Yeah. You look like on the clouds, but like... Yeah, yeah I'm what, a, what, what, What's something that makes you smile? Uh, I mean, recently, just off my head, you know, I just had a daughter like seven weeks ago. And so, also, the scene of Fais is not normal. Yeah, that's insane. The yeah. one the kid is born, it's just like, what just happened? Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's such a miracle. It's nice. Anything they do at this stage is just like... Oh my God, she's a genius and amazing, and it makes you yeah. smile. And it's like, oh, she made a noise. She like moved. And I know we're parents and we're like we're nerds, but um, <laughs> like it just happened to be my baby's the cutest baby that ever lived, and it's also the smartest. <laughs> I'm not I'm not being biased at all. It's, it happens to be a fact. I'm being extremely honest. But um, yeah, really anything she does is just like oh, that's crazy. Like she smiles, looks. She's sort of at the smiling stage now. She like looks at you, and then you're just like, oh my God. One last question. What's your aspirations for the future? Work on myself. Yeah. I mean, I have ideas, but like, I feel like if you sing it out loud, then it's just... Takes away from the realness. Yeah, because it, it takes work. You also have to be careful. Like, we're human beings. We always have like big dreams. Right. And, but you want to make sure that it's not like fancy dreams and keeping you away from what you should be doing day to day. While at the same time, maybe it's a good idea. And that's why, listen, you, you have Rabbanim and you have speak, people you have to speak to because at the end of the day, you don't know if it's really you're doing it for the right reasons or maybe it's the Itzahara getting there. Like, you say the same thing with hope, like medically or yeah. like people can have hope and hope and hope and hope. But if you keep on hoping and hope, hoping, you're not doing what you're doing, you're supposed to do today. All right. Uh, Baruch, thanks. It's a Baruch to have you on here. It's a Baruch, plain Baruch, plain Baruch. Not Rabbi, yeah. We'll get there. Okay, right. <laughs> that's the aspirations for the future. That's aspirations. <laughs> they called Red Bar. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you for being a grateful warrior. Thank you, Mr. Shem. This is gonna definitely fuel other people to you know, even when they're faced with challenges, to like you know, God, I think he's he, he made the world. He, he he knows what he's doing, right? I'm, I'm way too out of shape for the warrior title, but I'll take like the <laughs> grateful person. Firstly, <laughs> okay. you gotta start getting like you're becoming like either celebrity. I don't know why you're still talking to me. This should be like Alvin Fried sitting in the chair right now. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. everyone has to know this guy's a famous dude. He's putting out songs. Like, if you look at his WhatsApp status, it's insane. It's like you know, all the famous people, all the Rashi Shivas. Like, it's, I don't know what you're doing here, but okay, like, <laughs> you have to sit with the real Gedalim. Yeah, the real Gedalim are out there. Trust me.